Hey guys, my name's Danfinity. I don't know what this is, I don't know how long I'll do it for, but all I know are two things. It's named Beardo, and you can save 10% off at advanced.gg by using my offer code Danfinity at checkout. So we're not gonna we're not gonna do what Puds did to me last time. He was <laughs> he was like trying to wait me out to see who would talk first. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> like were there little crickets on their little violins in the background, like waiting? Uh, we I mean we kept it going. <laughs> like we he was like no I was just waiting for it. and I was like no we can we can it can be silence all we want it'll be fine. <laughs> but see, I'm one of those people that like the quieter it is, the more I will talk. Yeah. Like I, you know, I don't know. I play like phasmophobia, which scares the heck out of me. Okay. And I just have to nonstop like nervous talk the whole time. That's the only way I survive it. Doesn't like if I'm have... uncomfortable, I'm just like verbal speedweight all over the place. <laughs> Perfect for streaming. Perfect for streaming. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of. <laughs> So, like, oh my gosh, you're right. I don't know what to say, but I'm still going to say stuff for the next five minutes because I don't know what to say. Is silence really that uncomfortable? I don't know what it is for me. It's just like I am such an auditory processor mm -hmm. that whether it's somebody else talking or myself or music or sound effects or whatever, I just like can't. My brain doesn't connect unless there's audio attached to what's happening. Okay. Yeah. So, like, if I'm playing Trials, I tell my teammates, like, you need to give me call-outs because mm -hmm. the mini-map does very little for me because yeah. it's a visual indicator of where the enemy is. But if you say he's on the left side hallway, that means, like, ten times more. Yeah. So, there was... Um, so, I was watching TikTok. It was probably last week. And there was uh, this guy, he was, he was talking about... Um, how his mind was blown because when someone tells him a story, right, he builds it in his mind. He watches the movie of mm. it, right? And yeah. so, like, when he stares off in the distance, he's not ignoring you. He's just visualizing it. Whereas other people, yeah. like, he was, like, his mind was blown because he was, like, I heard, like, somebody told me that they don't do that. <laughs> right so are you like which one of those people are you are you like the 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 mind movie person or like the person who just processes the information and then lets it go with that i don't think i've i don't think i really create visuals in my head for things yeah. too much like i used to have a hard time just you know reading books for the same reason it was mm -hmm. hard for me to like build out the story with a visual based mm -hmm. off of words but like on the other side of things, you know, when it comes to, like, taking college classes or whatever, like, if I'm listening to a lecture in person, like, I retain so much of that information so well because mm -hmm. I heard it. So, I don't know. I don't think that creating visuals is something I'm particularly good at or kind of picturing what people are talking about. It's a little bit more challenging to me. Yeah. I So, I also, uh, I, I, I would say my two strongest, like, learning languages... You could say, yeah. I, I would say like probably auditory just because I, li I listen to a lot of podcasts. That's what got me started doing all this. I yeah. To, <laughs> yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts 
and I retain a lot of information. Jenny is always scared because I listen to true crime stuff a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I know really weird details about certain things, but also a lot of a lot about pop culture. And but I also like I like doing things. I mm. don't learn if somebody tells me how to do it so much. Right. It is more like if it is in front of me and I like I see how it's engineered, I can definitely do it. Sure, I like, sure. I think that's underrated though, like the whole like learning by doing. I don't know mm-hmm. why we don't capitalize on that. Maybe that's just like me being in my 30s, but like yeah. giving yourself permission to fail at something that you're trying to learn is so important because a lot of people I think learn by just trying something or just by doing it. But like right. you have to be okay with not being good at it right away. Oh yeah. I think <laughs> that's the thing, right? Is that that's uh, it's the punch in the ego. You have to be yes. able to take the punch in that ego in order to keep, even continue doing it. <laughs> right? But I always try I'm trying to do better at like what advice would I give to somebody else? Because I'm so much more like understanding and patient with somebody else's failures or mistakes or mm-hmm. growth process than I am like with myself. And I realize like that's kind of twisted. That shouldn't be that way. If I'm okay with somebody else trying something new and not necessarily being good at it, then I should do the same thing for myself and just being patient. Why do we have such high expectations for ourselves that are just not realistic? Cause oh, I think man. we inhibit our own growth. I, th- yeah. We, you can inhibit your own growth if you hold too high a standard, right? Yeah. Like, quality, yes. There sh- and you should have standards for whatever you're doing. But if it's like, <laughs> if it's keeping you from even pushing the thing out the door, uh-huh. then it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have to start somewhere, right? Like, you build right. towards quality. Yeah. So, yeah. You, <laughs> you start with crap. And then yes. you go from there. <laughs> I don't remember who told me that, but they're like, you know, talking about like t- posting on YouTube, for an example. I'm so bad at it because I have oh, such sorry. a high standard for myself. Yeah. But, uh, but everybody's like, you remember the first YouTube video? The first YouTube video that anybody posted was crap. <laughs> like, yeah. everybody starts at that same level. Yeah. I, I, had, I was talking with a buddy of mine about like, I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll do some like guides. Yeah. On on like YouTube and everything. And I love him I love him to death. But it hurt my guts when he's like, I mean, you're not gonna be the next Dado. And I was like, Oh Yeah, I, I know that. <laughs> Maybe Dado will wanna be the next Danfinity. Exact exactly. Is he gonna ta- <laughs> is he gonna call the the taken like pylons at Vorgith the taken bongs? Probably not. No. I yeah. And I mean maybe. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, maybe. He, after you post the video, then he, he might adopt it, yeah, it. Yeah, because two two rips and you're overbaked, buddy. You can't take any more than that. So, on that note, we, we're recording this before 422, so that's fun. Hey, um, so, so, so on brand. So on topic. So, magic moonshot. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell, like, we've gone this far into the conversation already. We haven't even, like, started, like, telling you, who, like, telling the people at home who you are. So why don't you introduce well, yourself Well, maybe we kind of told people who I am because of this whole rambling conversation, right? I mean, you're not wrong. 
So I, maybe if you if people were really listening, they could probably pick up a few things about me already. Heck yeah! Uh, I have a background in education. I used to be a full time teacher. Ooh, mm, doing a little bit of everything, but primarily middle school math, mm-hmm. which I actually I actually loved. And people are like middle schoolers math, and I'm like yeah, I, I loved it. Math. They were quirky. <laughs> I was quirky. We could talk about video games, and I could be sarcastic with them, and they would pick it up because they were. They were oh. old enough to understand sarcasm, but young enough not to give me this, like, you're so uncool look that the high schoolers would give me. So yeah. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, I was I used to be a full-time teacher, and then mm-hmm. I kind of moved away from that when I started having kids and then turned into, like, working from home uh, mm-hmm. and gaming and streaming, just content creation in general, was just the creative and social outlet I really needed when I was, like, at home with my babies you know raising raising babies i don't think i don't think i would have kept my sanity without it you know um so that's kind of how that happened uh they're three and two now okay so yeah they were like uh, almost irish twins they're 16 months apart but uh you haven't heard irish twins no i have i have i know i know all too well i think they're supposed to be within like a year to technically be irish twins, but they're still pretty close in age so uh, i didn't feel like there's a lot of recovery time from one to the other but like just batch batch them up and there we go um you could be like my parents and stretch it out 40 years (laughs) oh my god 40 wait 40 hours between kids no so like my oldest sister, <laughs> uh, she is, my parents have been married 50, 50 years now, or at least 50 years, like probably 55 years. So my, wow. young, my oldest sister is 54. Uh, my youngest brother is 31 or will my be 31 gosh. this year. And so in between there, oh my, my, I got two other sisters and then me. So it's one of those situations where, like, the aunt or uncle could be older than the niece or nephew? Oh, I... Yeah, my brother was born an uncle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't gonna... I, was, <laughs> I wasn't gonna go that route. See, yeah. my idea is, like, have the kids close together. Not that that was the plan, but, like, yeah. I'm just gonna be out of diaper stage. You know? Yeah. Like, then you get it, to within relax. a couple of years. You get and, to relax, and relax until they're both in middle school at the same time. <laughs> And my daughter might be taller than her older brother, you know, mm-hmm. when she's in like sixth grade and he's in eighth grade. I don't even that's know. That's how puberty hits. That's like, what's going to happen. Yeah. I yeah. was like, she might end up being taller than him for a couple of years. That mm-hmm. would be interesting. There was, so, a, there was a girl in my class named Danita who was taller than all the boys and she was mean. Really? Yeah. Goodness. She, her dad owned a horse farm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Just the more you know. Okay. I mean, I'm five foot eleven, so I'm on the tall-ish side of things. But I don't think I was ever mean. I mean, yeah. I have my mean moments, but I. Does your dad own a horse farm? <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> I am <to> be... <laughs> oh, the greatest no. anime betrayal of all time. <laughs> that would have been that would have been awkward for a couple of minutes there. Wait, I remember that mean girl you were talking about. She was my best oh. friend. What's wrong with you? No. So yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah uh, went from teaching to, to raising kids, and then now I get to work from home for Advanced yeah. GG, and I love it. It's awesome. Uh, you know, the company is just growing, and I get to meet a ton of awesome creators. And yeah, I don't know if I could go back to 
not working remotely or like working from home. I just really yeah. enjoy it. It's really nice. Uh, plus, it gives me like dual purpose office slash stream setup, oh, which yeah. I like. You get that sweet tax write off. <laughs> office. I did that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty slick. I still had to pay taxes, but I got it. That's awesome. <laughs> Write a manual on how to do that, please. Uh, TurboTax. <laughs> TurboTax. Are you like an ad- do you get, you know, you know, referral commission off of Oh, I Turo wish tax? I had a TurboTax code. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Use Danfinity for Use Danfinity. It'll pay off my taxes. <laughs> Perfect. It's just a circle that never ends. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I do too. So, like, when when did you start streaming? Uh, so next month I believe is five years. Ooh, yeah. So that's crazy to me, like, to think about that. But it's always been very much like hobby, part time, on the side kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it feels wild to have just kind of been in that space, I guess, for five years, and I really enjoy it. I've enjoyed like, like we talked about earlier, the learning process behind it. Because when I started, I was awful. I didn't mm-hmm. know what a like a bot was for your stream. The yeah. first, the one of the funniest stories I tell people that kind of goes into this whole idea of like learn as you go. It's a process that you can enjoy the journey. I vividly remember I had a stream like one of my very first streams on Twitch, and I was so excited because I added in these bots, and I had one bot for commands, and I had a separate bot for currency. <laughs> But the currency bot would auto post like every hour. Yeah. Like, hey, earn currency by whatever, whatever. But then the command bot was like anti links. And so the command bot would yell at the currency bot. And the only thing happening in my chat was my two bots arguing with each other because nobody came to like chat or anything. Like, that's all that was happening on the channel. And now I'm raising two toddlers and I feel like I've come full circle. <laughs> Perfect. All that happens at my house is bickering. I can't. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yes, treat your stream bot like a toddler, like your or treat your toddler like your stream bot, and everything will be fine. Just make sure you put in the right things. The moderation tools have to be tight on That's both. Right. <laughs> consistency is key, right? Yes, consistency is key. So, uh, in both streaming and in child rearing, so I I only know about one of those, so I I, I personally do not have any kids yet. That I know of. And that you know of, okay. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Yeah, I mean, so like with with my family being so far spread apart, we babysat a lot, and like the nieces and nephews yeah. were always over, so it was like. Like, my youngest sister is 13 years older than me, but she had a kid when I was 11. And so when that kid, (laughs) like, so when I was in my teenage age years, we were helping to raise a kid, basically. It was a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So you got, like, secondhand experience. Yes. Like, hand me down. (laughs) But, like, that's the best, right? Because it's like, oh, no, crying. Go back to your parents. Yeah. Then it becomes. (laughs) Oh, happy. Come hang out with Uncle Dan. Hand me down. Hand them off. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) 
I love nieces and nephews. I mean, yeah, I love yeah. my kids, my own kids more, right. but there is something special about nieces and nephews. Yeah. Yeah. I, with with all this, I haven't really gotten to see them all that much, but like, I'm, I'm really looking forward to in the next few months being able to see them, being able to give them hugs and stuff. It'll be. Good yeah. yeah. Like a little reunion. Heck yeah. Um. All right. You want to get into the thick of the show? Sure. You get into the meat? Right. I'm ready. All right. Where's the beef? I can tell you're ready. So, at the beginning of the show, I asked you to pick between a number between one and seven. You chose uh, three originally, but then that got real dark. And so <laughs> then, <laughs> then uh, you said five. So I put that into mm. the random question generator real quick and outspat this question. Okay. Is some degree of censorship necessary? Like personal censorship? I. Th- Why not? Yeah, let's go there. Yes, with mm-hmm. an asterisk next to it. Okay, what's the asterisk? I would say yes is the short version. I think that censoring yourself out of respect for the environment or the audience or the people around you to some extent is mm-hmm. i don't know if i'd use the word necessary is polite is appropriate maybe mm-hmm. but there's a right or wrong way to do it there's a way to do it where you're just completely not even being yourself right. or like so for me here's a quick example like for me i run it used to be a family friendly stream now i call it a teen stream so mm-hmm. like if people come and they drop like the f word while we're playing i'm like okay this is a pg-13 stream so that was your one f word like you're out yeah. now like that's it and if you know if if another one slips out or whatever we don't make it into a big deal but there are a lot of people who like really do try to not you know say the f word a lot when yeah. they're playing with me and it's, i think that's just out of mutual respect so it's not like oh you're a horrible person for swearing it's just this is the way that i'm running my channel a right. different way so i think in that way if you consider that censorship that's just kind of editing yeah how you speak or behave out of respect for the other person. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. that's the right thing to do. Yeah. So like it almost, I don't want to say in a performative sense, um, but like I feel censorship itself mean to me would mean that like somebody is trying to like put that on you. Right. Like, you have an idea, and you're trying to put that out, and then somebody else is putting their their values and their like, uh, the their their whole whole carnival on onto your idea, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think it is fine. In in interpersonal regards for censorship, and the 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 example that you gave is very astute. Because yeah, there's I mean there's some stuff that I don't want in my streams. Have you have you ever listened to the Best Show? No, I don't think I have. Okay, there's a podcast called The Best Show. It's pretty good. I like it. I listen to it every week. It's okay. Uh, it's uh this guy Tom Sharpling. He's been running the show for like twenty years, and it's a call in show, and so uh it started on radio, but he's kept the same standard. So you no curses. Gotcha. And if if there's a sense. curse, he immediately like turns it's it's a comedy show but but he'll turn on you kind of 
He's like, oh, look at the big shot here with his potty mouth. What are you going to say next? (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to say next, potty guy? (laughs) And then... It can either get better or worse from there. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But like, he's just kind of taking control of how his show moves yeah. forward. Yeah, exactly. It's it's that's less censorship and more aesthetic, right? Yeah, more performative. So that's kind of like the thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like censorship is a little bit is a little bit tricky, you know, because mm-hmm. like there's the whole side of like. Like being true to yourself and like putting putting yourself out there and people are either gonna take it or leave it, right? Mm-hmm. Which like that's something I've gotten better at as far as just not trying to make everybody happy anymore. Like oh, yeah. you know, I gave up on that a few years ago, thankfully. Um but so there is definitely that side, but there is still the side of being like considerate of your surroundings or mm-hmm. I guess whenever I think of it, I think of, you know, the people that you're around, you know, it's kind of like if you go to a rock concert, yeah, you're going to scream and jump and dance around, but you probably oh, yeah. wouldn't do the same thing in a library, you know? So it's I mean, just like the setting. It. You, I mean, you could, it. but I mean, I guess appropriateness. I don't know. <laughs> so I work in a library and I will tell you. <laughs> All that goes out the window. The rock over, let's go! <laughs> as somebody who used to play in rock concerts, and as somebody who works in a library currently, anything goes in either environment, apparently. So really, <laughs> maybe I'm approaching libraries. Maybe this will make me enjoy libraries more. I mean, yeah. There's oh man, the library that I used to work in was like rather large, and so it had its own children's section, which was closed off. But you would still hear like. The, like in the background, right? Wait, are you seeing children allowed? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you would know better than those. <laughs> <laughs> no, make it stop! This is the sound of my whole day. What are you doing? So we would have that, and then like at the Carnegie, like I, I work in a Carnegie now, which is like just one room, <laughs> like everybody's in it together, kind wow. of scenario. Oh, you hear all sorts of stuff. It is. <laughs> It is But, fun. like, any rock concerts or... or no, mostly people's uh, uh, social security information. <laughs> oh, no. Like, they're on the f- like they're on their phone? Yeah. Yeah. Like and it's the, just, like, the whole room is, like, like, taking notes real quick. Yeah, and I'm like, you <laughs> need to not say that that loud. Please. <laughs> also... You want to walk out to your vehicle for, like, a minute? <laughs> also, what was your mother's maiden name? <laughs> <laughs> and the last three digits on the back of your credit card, because I only saw the front of it. Thank you. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I stayed in the whole rock concert library analogy. I just part. That last sentence, I'm going to edit three different words so that it's just tones. So it seems like I censored you. <laughs> no. Dude. <laughs> that, that could be interesting. I have to do it now. <laughs> that adds a whole twist. To I've made sentence. a promise. I've, I've made a promise. I got the time to do it. All right, here we is go. Is that going to be like the trailer <laughs> audio bite for this whole podcast? Is that whole bleep oh, my analogy no, with the bleep? It might be the title. <laughs> no. It just it's fell just, apart. It's just, it's just two black bars with a word in between. <laughs> <laughs> the word in between is just and. <laughs> get no information from this. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. So, all right. uh, I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock. Let's play the anagram game, shall we?
Let's go. Heck yeah. How are you feeling? I forgot to drink my Focus before this, so... What's your, what's your favorite flavor of Focus? <sighs> oh, wait. We talked mango about Mango Splash. Yeah, the Mango Splash. We talked about this last week. But also Blue Raspberry, when that comes back in stock, I'm going to buy like five tubs. Okay, three. Yeah, probably yeah. realistically three. And then I really do love the Kiwi Lime, the new one. That Cactus. So good. It's so good. It is oh, really good. So good. Um, so good. I, yeah, I think that one's my favorite. Um, all right. I three. put 30 seconds on the clock. Okay. I'm going to give you Whew. four letters. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have to make an acronym out of them, as many as you can, within the time period. Okay. Um, your letters are O F F E. Okay. O F F E. Oh man. So, okay. I don't think so anybody's come up gone... for everyone. I have to come up with two words that have the same first letter. That's un- yep. that's unfair. I want four different well, letters. Okay, I will say. All right. I did choose the letters, so that is. I was going to say it's not my fault, but totally is my fault. So. <laughs> no. Okay. Nobody right, has gone over three, and I don't know if it's a. a oh, it's on. I'm I waiting for the tournament. The anagram championship. Like, I mean, if you go the over Infinity's three, anagram you're pretty much the champion right now. All right. I can do this. Yeah. I can do this. Thinking of okay. all the appropriate F words that I can right now. <laughs> I mean, you can say whatever F, F words you want. Just but whatever you're what, We just talked about this. Okay. The open book. All right. Ready? Yeah. 30 seconds and go. Official furry follicle emporium. <laughs> Um, office for financial executions. Okay. Uh, Operational. Uh, shoot. Operational facility. Uh, forgetful. Uh, equinox. Three seconds. (laughs) Um. And time. Dang it. That's so hard. But I mean, can I get bonus points for Emporium? Because that was a. That just popped in my I head. I really liked imp- I liked the creative Emporium. The, the creativity of the first one. I yeah. really like yeah. I thought that that was that was something else. You did good. Yeah. You hit yeah. 3. Which I know. Is more than I think Way to be average. Sorry week. my life. But I think Puds maybe did one. Not okay. Gonna okay. Not gonna lie. It's okay to be top of the class when you're yeah. tied. You're top yeah, of the you class. Can, you can go on Twitter and hashtag better than puds. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I too. love bashing people on social media. It's like a <laughs> favorite thing of mine. Oh, wait, you don't do that on social media? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's not really your style. Hmm. But that's it could be. One. This could be a Dottie of a whole new magic. And I lost it. Okay, that was a sneeze in the making, and I don't know... It, it, it escaped me. That was dramatic. I They always are. Even when they don't escape my face. It was like the build up and... Yeah, it was like psych. a dubstep song that nothing happens with. It's like... It, <laughs> it, just, it just builds just and then it goes... for the drop and then you're still waiting for the drop and yeah. then end of the song. Yeah. <laughs> that, would, that would suck. I mean... Or it might be the best dubstep song ever. Um... Uh, Mm. Not, okay. Anyways, <laughs> so in uh, we we've entered the final uh, segment of this show, the meaningful question portion. 
So, Ooh. as someone who has been in content creation as long as you have, as someone who deals with content creators for a uh, a, a brand mm-hmm. such as Advanced GG, mm-hmm. what would be some tips that you would give uh, to creators early on to help them be seen by a brand like Advanced GG? Ooh. Or like, or like, what are some strategies that you, or like, what are some things that like pique your interest to work with someone when you, when you approach them or when they're approached? Yeah, I don't think I don't think I've ever been asked that question before, um, which is interesting. Um, so this is kind of a self promo, but it, it it leads back. So I had yeah. one tweet that went like semi viral in the streaming world. It's mm-hmm. my pin tweet. And all that was, was taking the Twitch stat board, like after post stream stats, you know, that shows like average viewers and stream duration and number of followers and stuff. And I just like took out all the numbers. And instead I put in like, to me, what streaming is really about, which is not mm-hmm. just about follower numbers and sub counts. So, I preface this with saying people should celebrate those milestones. Like, I'm not taking that away. Like, numbers are part of the equation, but they're not the whole equation. They're not mm-hmm. the whole the whole picture. And I think that some people, whether you're trying to build up towards a platform partnership, a brand partnership, anything like that, numbers are a piece of the puzzle, but they're not the whole the whole thing. So don't get lost in the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, so the advice I put on that tweet or that infographic if you will was stream for the love of it every single person matters numbers do not define your worth your journey is unique be patient be creative be consistent and be yourself and that is what i would say is kind of my advice for streamers in a nutshell that treat people like they matter if i'm looking at a stream and thinking about them for advanced partnership I'm not only looking at how many people are in chat, but I'm looking at how does the streamer and the chat interact with each other? Mm-hmm. Like, do they have a good connection? Do they have a loyal community that is grown that's based off of like a real a real connection, a real relationship being built there? I think that's important. Um, and then the creativity factor, I feel like, is a very top importance. I like to see people that are doing something different and something that's unique, even if it doesn't work. But mm-hmm. just people that are willing to try things that are maybe a little bit outside of the box. So if I had to narrow it down to those two, I think I would narrow it down to those two things, you know, really connect with your community and the people that are there in a meaningful way. Don't mm-hmm. look at them as numbers. Um, and then don't be afraid to try new things and be creative. So it could be the 100th destiny stream I've watched that day. But mm-hmm. if you have a little gimmick or a little twist or a scene or a, sub incentive or a currency reward something that just makes it memorable like i'm going to remember visiting that stream because they had this one thing that i've never seen before as it could be minuscule but Mm -hmm. just shows that creativity yeah perfect so like what what is something in your stream that you are proud of on a creative level 
Well, I'm glad you asked because I just added this like two weeks ago. <laughs> no, uh, like to me. So I recently rebranded. I was Magic Unicorn for mm-hmm. about five years. Even before that was my gamer tag. It went all the way back to the Halo Reach days. And I wanted people to be embarrassed by being killed by somebody ma- named Magic Unicorn. <laughs> like people ask me like, oh my gosh, you love unicorns? I'm like, actually, I don't. No. It was like an ironic name. Like... You got killed by, you know, Princess Peach, like that sort of thing. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, my I, I am killer for 20 no scopes. I just killed by somebody named Magic Unicorn. Are you kidding me? Like, that's where the name came from yeah. and slightly came from Charlie the Magic Unicorn on YouTube mm-hmm. for the few people that will get that reference. Oh, I'm old enough to remember that. <laughs> good, good. But I recently rebranded to Magic Moonshot, and to me, mm-hmm. it was just so much more applicable that like represents who I am as a content creator mm-hmm. and the type of content I wanted to produce. So with the rebrand, uh, that's kind of a long story, anyways, of like what it all means. But I went with this whole retro arcade theme, mm-hmm. uh, so kind of like an '80s synthwave arcade. Anyway, so uh, I recently just got a bunch of new emotes that are Pac-Man emotes, and by a bunch I mean five because I'm an affiliate. Yeah. Um. So I got my Pac-Man emotes, and now I have my daily sub goal, and if we hit it, I play the first level of Pac-Man on stream, and okay. I only play one life. And I Mm -hmm. only play the first level, and then I try to beat my own high score. And so I built out this whole scene around it that shows my high score, that says thank you for the subs. And that's just something that takes, like, two to five minutes when Mm -hmm. we hit that goal. But I feel like I've never seen that before, where somebody just, hey, in between these Destiny matches, I'm going to play the first level of Pac-Man. So it's just something that's a a little twist and, like, a fun thing to talk to people about. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're, so you're gamifying. Uh, so this is something that like I've been interested in recently of like gamifying your stream. Yeah. Right? So like, um, rec- so we created this thing. Um, uh, have you ever used the Orin board? No. Oh boy. Okay. So it's a wonderful tool. Um, and is that the giveaway? Does it do giveaways from it? Mm, or I'm thinking of something else. I bet you could, but. It's okay. really like a it's, a, it's a stream deck alternative, right? Gotcha. And basically what it does, um, it allows you to have chat trigger things on your screen yes. while you're playing. So like... Um, well, I came from Mixer, so I'm familiar right. with this whole concept. I was there for three years and we had mixed play boards, which right. is kind of what you're describing. It, it, But it's not integrated it's integrated with twitch's api but it's not yeah. a twitch thing right gotcha mm-hmm. so like this is i i, I re- today i set up tools for my mods to change things for me <laughs> in case i left like a scene up too long yeah <laughs> like, oh, oh they can trigger scene changes yeah so they can do that cool. with like a command uh and or like um i, I had I, so the big thing is i know uh, when i zoom in we, yes. We've talked about this. Yes. Uh, when when I zoom in, sometimes I leave it too long on the zoom, so they can use the command to change it back to the game scene to minimize me. I don't think you can use zoom too much though. Like maybe that yeah. should just do a whole stream when it's like, like ultimate zoom. When it is just this, this, yeah, this, just the width of your face. Yeah. Um. Sometimes chat doesn't want to see what you ate that day. 
I so, mean, only if you're building up a sneeze that never actually happens on that scene. That would be that would be a problem. 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 Problem.